0: The school is out, which means it's time for high kids. Hello and welcome. This is high kids for kids by kids. My name is Avadia Blumenthal, and I am 11 years old. Coming up on high kids today, I'll be speaking to Daryl's Daryl Froom. From Camp Keshe, also on the show, I will have the kids Riddle to challenge your thinkings. Here are the details if you have any question for my guest, If you want to answer the riddle, or if you just want to say hi. Huh, the SMS number is 34519, and that is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can also send me a WhatsApp on our new WhatsApp number. That is 101.9 and please sign your name. You can also call us on 010 140 Get ready for an interesting show on Hi Kids today, right after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That song was Love is an Open Door from Frozen. This is Hi Kids for kids, by Kids. My name is Avadia Blumato I am 11 years old. Listen up, kids, if you're between the ages of 9 and 11 years old, if you're well-spoken, confident and curious about the world we live in, and if you have one afternoon for a week, we would love to meet you. Chai FM wants to meet and, tra- and train Chai Kids for radio. If you want to meet us, send an email to kids at chaifm.com. Chai Kids for kids by kids. And now, are you ready? For the riddle, here it is. What bank never has any money? I will will, I will repeat it. What bank never has any money? If you know the answer then send an SMS to three four five one nine or WhatsApp to O six two one four eight two three seven four and write your name and you could win the prize from Kid and Co. if you are the first one to get the answer right. Remember, you have to give others a chance. So if you've won on Kids in the last 90 days, you can still enter the riddle, but you will not be able to win any prizes. Today, I have Daryl Froom from Camp Kesha in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 062148. I mean, oh, sorry, our new number. I'm so used to the old one. 061. 895 1019, or call us on 010 140 3020. Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, Vadia. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for coming. Okay, let's go. Are you ready for questions?
1: I think I am, uh, Vadia. Um, I just want to say I was so impressed to come into the studio and see Vadia. or always hear him on the radio when I'm uh, sometimes driving home and to see him and the confidence and uh, the excitement that he shows. So it's wonderful to be here. So thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Let's go with our first question. What is Camp Keshe?
1: Good first question to start off with. Camp Keshe is for children that are between ages 8 and 16 who would want a smaller camp for either social reasons, emotional reasons or financial reasons. So it's for taking kids to Cape Town to really have a, a, a great time, a wonderful time in December who wouldn't normally be able to go on camp even though there are some children that uh, come even though they are able to because that's such an incredible camp that they want to come to as well.
0: What makes it different from other Jewish camps?
1: Also a good question, Havaria, stamping What makes it different, I think, is that it's smaller. There's um, first of all, it's not a religious camp per se. But however, the, there is an exposure to Yiddishkeit that they would have that they haven't had before. So it's children that would feel more comfortable, maybe not in a religious camp, but in a camp where there is a lot more kiruv that is that is taking place. Um, also, what makes a difference is is that um, you don't really, you stay in the campsite and you sleep on the campsite, but you're really just going on all kinds of outings um, in Cape Town. So fun, exciting, great time that they have, and they get to meet other Jewish kids as well.
0: Is it always in Cape Town?
1: So it's always in Cape Town. It's always been in uh, Musenberg a lakeside. So we're about five, ten minutes away from the beach. And uh, so we're, it's, it's a great site, yeah.
0: And do you fly there or do you drive there with all the children?
1: So fortunately, very lucky, for the last, I think, uh, now 16, 17 years, we've been flying to, to Cape Town. Previously, a lot... Before that we used to bus down It was always used to take a very long time 24 yeah. hours But thank God with the flights today We get there within two hours And it's absolutely amazing Some children the very first time When we used to fly It was the very first time That they'd ever been on an airplane And never had that opportunity So now to go on an airplane It was, it was a, a really big thing But I suppose now everyone just uh, flies so Not so much people drive
0: When was it established?
1: So it was established about Probably 70 to 75 years ago So oh, it's been wow. going for a very, very long time um, It used to be called So it wasn't always Camp Keshe It used to be called Bikaholim So Biko is means Visits in yeah. the Sick It was an organisation that started And then they had a campsite as well But so a, lot, a few years ago we decided to change the name to Camp Keshe
0: And do you know the name of the person who established it?
1: So I think it wasn't just one person I think it was a number of people that established it It was a board And um, I would be lying if I knew exactly the name it's like, uh, And it's. Uh, you're right We should actually show a lot of our chorus all for the person And it is someone that I should know I, I, I've got my feeling who it is But I don't want to say in case I'm actually wrong <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did you get involved?
1: So I was fortunate when I was uh, younger, when I was in high school, I used to go to a high school called Northview High. I don't know if you know where Northview is. It's actually across the road from Balfour Park.
0: I think my dad went there.
1: Did he go there? Okay, Thank very possible. I know your father is. Yeah, that's right. And there was, a, there was a teacher there, a Jewish teacher there, who was a gardener's teacher, and he used to take the camp. He was one of the Madrichim, he was one of the Madis, and he suggested uh, later a stage when I got to know him to, to be able to, to go on the camp. And from there I went for many years after.
0: Oh, wow. Do you
1: love it? So when I – uh, did I love it? I still – yeah, it was always a baby of mine. It was always something very precious. It was the most incredible, incredible experience to be able to, to, to go to the camp, to be able to give to the camp. I was a muddy for many years. I was a vice Head for many years. I was a Head for uh, a number of years. So I, I really – it, it was the most amazing experience. And through that, um, I, I so much a courage to talk to the camp.
0: Is the camp sponsored?
1: So the camp is uh, obviously by the Jewish com- by the community uh, people to, to be able to donate to the camp, and obviously they always need donations to be able to give children this experience, this yeah, unique sure. experience. So it is uh, it is largely sponsored.
0: And how many children do you get?
1: So it depends a year from year, but I'll say the last uh, few years it's been between 50 and 70 children
0: Oh wow, that's a lot, to fly them all down
1: Fly them all down and then we have a bus there the whole time uh, so that we can go all over And where do you stay? So there's a campsite that the camp owns uh, in Musenberg and there's tents and there's bungalows that we've also started using as well
0: That's cool like a proper camp do you have like a fire
1: so at night yeah do you have a bonfire do you have a campfire do you have uh, there's a big hall in the camp there's uh, games in the camp there's always always something going on in the camp morning noon and night there's action non-stop whether it's an outing whether it's a tochnit whether it's something that they're doing in the campsite whether it's a campfire um action all the time?
0: When I was on camp, I just remember every night I went um, in my blanket, in my pyjamas and I sat by the fire. It was winter and it was freezing. just sat by the fire and like People are, like, making music, and you just sit there. It was so much fun.
1: Right. So it might be that uh, we're in summer, but if you know Musenberg, I don't know if you know Musenberg. Do you know Musenberg, Abaria? Yeah. So Musenberg is known for the winds, and it does get quite cold yes. at night. So the campfire definitely does do the trick. And uh, it's a nice time to sing and to have the guitar, and uh, so it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, it sounds very nice. Um, What are the ages of the children?
1: So as mentioned, it's from eight years old, which is quite young, incredibly young. Now that I've got my own eight-year-old, I see how young it is. But that's how young that children will come from, eight years old. And so about 16, 16.
0: And do the children that ages get along?
1: So incredibly, incredibly. I'll even oh, yeah. tell you, I remember once we, um, at the end of camp, everyone gets up and say, what, well, they enjoyed so much. And one child, and they'll say, like, uh, who they are. They'll just remind. And they said, how many? And we asked, how many brothers and sisters have you got? And I ever, and the one child said, I got, got up and said, I've got 54 brothers and sisters. Because after camp, they, that camp was 54 kids. And he said, I've got 54 brothers and sisters. It was so united and so amazing that everyone gets along and helps each other. And it's like a big brother Relationship, a big one, big family.
0: Wow, that's one. amazing. Um, and do the campers do their own washing or
1: stuff so, like that? Amazing, avadia I always remember saying Camp Kesha, we were very, very privileged because we used to have washing ladies who did the washing for every single camper, every single Muddy and anyone on. So I know in the other camps it was always a sore point that everyone had to do their own washing and obviously taught because really we're taking I oh, always say we take unspoiled kids and we spoil them in December. And one of the, you know, sounds funny to do your washing sounds spoiled, but when it doesn't sound spoiled, right? Yes. It sounds like I mean you get your washing done all the time, right? Yep. But a camp to, to have your your washing done was quite a spoiled uh, for for the kids at that time.
0: And how long is the camp?
1: So the camp is about between two and a half and three weeks. Just less than three weeks is the camp.
0: And what happens if the child wants to stay in Muesenberg, their family's there and can they stay on?
1: So definitely we would organise that they would be able to stay on afterwards, so some people do do that.
0: Is it a problem when um, people are allergic to something? Do you make sure that all the campers don't have that food or... Yes,
1: yes. So obviously we would be careful. I know in today's times there's a lot of people with different allergies, and so we would have to be careful, and uh, whether they're vegetarian or whatever it is the the camp would uh, provide for. There's also a cook that we take down all the time, a proper good chef that is just unbelievable. So the food, normally camp food, people say camp food isn't good. This is like five-star camp food.
0: Oh, wow, that sounds amazing. Um, Do the children ever go out of the campsite or do they stay in the campsite the whole time?
1: So the truth is I think there isn't a day that they don't go out besides Shabbos. Every single day there's always an outing, whether it's going to Ratanga Junction, whether it's going to Table Mountain, whether it's going to Laser Games, and Bowling, movies, the beaches. Um, so they're active, going out all the time and just having a, a blast.
0: And what do you do on Shabbos?
1: So Shabbos, Shabbos is also great. We have our own Friday night service. Um, and uh, then Shabbos morning we all walk to Musenberg Shore. So Musenberg Shore hosts us It's quite a walk for everyone 45 minutes and we always have to remember That there's no air of uh, that side of Cape Town So it was always a, a big walk and a big trek But uh, it, it was well worth it And uh, it was always wonderful with the Musenberg community
0: um, Let's take a quick song and we'll be straight back <laughs> You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That song was Into the Open Air from Brave. My name is Zavadia Blomato and this is The Hi Kids Show. My guest in studio today is Daryl Froom from Camp Kesher. Let's go straight back into questions. If the children go out of the campsite, where do they go to besides for the beach and like the main places like that?
1: So, um, one of the places, Waterfront, they'll go to the waterfront. Um, the beach, as you say, that's not just Musenberg Beach, which is right by us. They would go to Boulder's Beach. Do you know Boulder's Beach, Avaria? Yes. Boulder's Beach. There's the penguins over there. Yeah, so they have lots of fun with penguins. The penguins. They're so cute. There's Gordon's Bay. That they've gone to um, And try to uh, The outings would be like the strawberry farm That they go pick strawberries Which is lots of fun They've got a tractor there They go around uh, the Zettlers in Stellenbosch Over there and pick uh, strawberries So lots and lots of outings that they would do
0: Speaking about strawberries Do you have a tuck shop?
1: A tuck shop? Our tuck shop is probably one of the best tuck shops in the world (laughs) because it's stocked with great stuff um, all things that kids love to have. I nice. um, hope no parents are listening to all the wonderful chocolates and sweets that they have but it's not only is it good on the tuck shop side but it's the cheapest tuck shop in the world we actually cost it at below cost. So I remember when the first time I went to the camp I couldn't believe it that if, let's just say I oh, I can't remember the prices, but let's say now Coke is about eight rands at a tin. They would probably charge five rand for a tin. And uh, they would give everyone at below cost so that everyone would enjoy it. And it wouldn't matter how much money you brought, everyone would try and uh, be able to to buy as well. And the camp would help on that as well.
0: Wow, that's very good. Um, Is there a set amount of money that the campers are allowed to bring or to spend at the touch shop?
1: So it's suggested how much they would, would bring, but um, at the tuck shop, because the prices are so low, we wouldn't, you know, if someone came with a lot of money, they'll probably buy out the whole tuck shop. So uh, we would say uh, that they're not allowed to spend a certain amount every day because you also, now this is now when parents can listen, we also try and limit the sugar as well. <laughs> so we would say that it's limited to a certain extent.
0: Okay. And are you allowed to bring any devices?
1: So also, once again, strongly suggested not. Because uh, for two reasons um, You don't want it to get lost Or, or stolen As uh, people very often Things get stolen But they really get lost um, And especially in the tents There's sand Where, where we are So it can get uh, lost um, When it comes to devices Or cell phones Definitely not allowed to print
0: But yeah It can also like Cause them to feel home
1: Exactly sick. Exactly Exactly And also that uh, You know We know what cell phones are Cell phones can be good But also cell phones You also want to Develop relationships Not everyone to be On their cell phone You want to be able To enjoy them moment so it's it's uh, something that we, we don't allow
0: is there a visiting day or anything for the parents to come
1: so we're very open to visiting days and we allow parents to come as long as we're on the campsite at that day because we've got such a busy schedule we try to make one day but if we have parents that would like to visit or someone would like to come we would accommodate as best as possible
0: and do how do you find muddies and stuff like that
1: Great question. How do you find muddies? Because the muddies are the key to, to everything, because the madrich is an example and you want the yes. best example for the children that are coming. So it's something that we really try very hard to, to try and get the best muddies that we can possibly get. Um, and that is word of mouth. And uh but, you know, a lot of the muddies that do come come every single year. They just love it. I Don't want to come back. You? So I was a muddy for f- I was a muddy for four years. Wow. I was uh, a head for many years. I was a wow. head of camp for many years. So definitely it's, it's the most rewarding experience that uh, one can have, and it's incredible.
0: Do you take like a rabba yeah. with you for like Shabbos?
1: So we don't take a rabba with us for Shabbos, but a lot of the, the madrichim that we've had, um, some of them have uh, learned in yeshiva for many years. We take a lot of yeshiva G'dayla, um bochrim. That, that would come And they are just uh, superb and great And uh, there's always a rabbi on hand If you need to call or to phone Have
0: you person. ever sent a, a camper home?
1: Well, That's the worst of the, the jobs So you know um, <laughs> If a child is misbehaving Or a child is being a bad influence Or something where we feel That they've been negative on the rest of the camp Then we would have to And we would have to send them home So we have in the past unfortunately but um, And the reason being is because we want the best environment for everyone. So even though some children, it will be good for them if they stayed on, but we also have to look at the whole. So if it's destroying or it's ruining for other people, then we would have to look at it, give warnings, and then if need be, we would have to send them home, which is probably the worst part of a job from a Roche or Anam- Anamadi.
0: What happens if a camper gets sick? Do you have a doctor?
1: So generally we have a medic. Some years we've had doctors. We've been lucky to have doctors. Some we haven't. But there's a doctor around uh, the corner, not so far from us, and we would always consult. Unfortunately, kids do get sick in December in the cold and the wind. So uh, we we do we do send them to a doctor. Do
0: you bring any CSO or anything?
1: Yes, we do have CSO all the time with us. They stay on the campsite. They go with us on all the outings, and uh, so definitely the CSO has been part of the camp for many many years and we have to also show a lot of gratitude to them for all their good work that they they do.
0: Are campers allowed to phone home with their Maddy's phones and stuff?
1: So we do have time for them for campus to phone. Um, I remember years ago, and I'm talking years ago because that was the time we used to have uh, telephone cards that whenever we used <laughs> to go to the beach, there was a telephone there that they'll be able to do. So nowadays we don't have that, but the cell phone. So there would be like times to phone. You also have to remember, and I think you mentioned it, is that you also don't want them to get homesick. Sometimes yeah. when you phone, 19-19. the more you home. The more the, the more you phone at home, the more sometimes homesick. So that's and then you like, oh,
0: no, they're doing something fun, and today in camp we might do this, and I want to go home.
1: Right, exactly, exactly.
0: If siblings come with you on camp, do you put them together in the same room, or do you do age-
1: so yeah, generally it's age takes. So we have like juniors from 8 to 12 And they're in, in junior tense And there's something called seniors So after over 12 So if they're insistent and they want to be together Maybe it's their first time on camp And it and it works for us and it works for them Then we would But generally the actual siblings don't want to be together yeah, but, <laughs> So it it, 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 it doesn't I'm create sure. a problem yeah, I'm <laughs> Would ready. you want to be with your siblings? Don't answer that of it, yeah. <laughs> Okay <laughs>
0: It depends which one. That's a good answer. Okay, good. If you go on outings with the campers and they're scared, what do you do?
1: So what do you mean? What do you think they, they they're scared of? They don't want to do it. So, look, obviously you wouldn't force anyone to do anything. If uh, if we go into the beach and they don't want to swim, so then they don't have to swim. If we go on to Junction and they don't want to go on the Cobra, like me, I wouldn't want to go on the Cobra. I don't know if you know the Cobra ride at the Ritanga Junction. It's quite right. a scary ride. I wouldn't want to go on it. So you don't go on it, and you on a around that you don't. So we don't force anyone to do anything that they wouldn't. But what's amazing on camp, and it's an incredible one, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. When you go on camp, you come out of your shell a little bit. You do things that you wouldn't normally do. You experience things that you wouldn't experience. And that's the greatness also of the camp is that, you know, sometimes I've seen people that are quiet comes to camp and they're all of a sudden lovely and they're social and they're just amazing and that's what this camp brings out in a smaller camp, the smaller the camp, you just see children flourish and I've seen one child I remember seeing one child on, on camp who was the life of the party Always so vibey, so great And so wonderful And then I once took a Deed Shabaton, You know the Deej that's yes. at And they, I took them and it was their grade And this child was the quietest child And I couldn't believe it And it was just because she was in her shower at, at school And it was a bit harder for her to be so outspoken And um, bold If you want to talk, you know, if you want to say it like that But at camp it just brought her out And it was the most amazing thing to see
0: I'm sure she enjoyed camp a lot.
1: Loved it. And you know, most kids, most of the children that come to Camp Cashier, I would say almost 80 to 90 percent, if they're able to come back to camp, they want to come back to camp. You have kids that have come eight times, nine times. Wow. Just want to come back because it's just an incredible, incredible experience.
0: Do you often get like very nice thank yous from the kids?
1: So, yes, yes. I think more from the parents. Well, the kids enjoy it and they say thank you, but the parents, when they see their children coming home, so happy, so fulfilled, and with everything that they have uh, here about the camp, they are just so happy that their children were able to have a holiday. And as I said, you know, a lot of, Parents, I have to work today, and it's hard to take them on holiday. So these, these parents really, really appreciate the fact that they, their children are seen to, that they're looked after, that they have a role models, that they have new friends. And uh, so that's it's great, uh, great for them. So we do get those. Thanks.
0: How old does a person have to be if they want to be a muddy?
1: So a muddy generally, first of all, would have to be out of school. Um, And we try. It depends on the year. It depends on the demand of how many medis we actually need and if we need. But we would like to take someone who's at least a year out of school just so that they've had a gap year, that they've have an understanding, they've uh, had more experience. Because to deal with children 24-7 uh, on camp with everybody, you need experience, you need patience, you need love, you need care. And uh, not that a person just out of school doesn't have that, but they, uh, we've just seen that more mature uh, once you've had a year out of school as well.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Um, what is there another name for a camper?
1: Is there another name for a camper? I suppose a honey. Hani would be another name for camper. Okay, yeah. a
0: khani. I haven't <laughs> ever heard that. Um, what is the difference between a madi and a khani?
1: So a madi is a person who's your leader, if you want to call it, no, the I'm person who's who's uh, looking after the the children. We uh, what's the difference between a madi and a leader. I suppose one's a Hebrew word and one's uh, an English word.
0: No, but I'm saying, do they get to do different activities or?
1: Who different? the madi and the khani. Yeah. the madi's are looking after the children all the time. Do they do that's the their job. The job is to do everything for the children. There's one nut that uh, the maddies have off and the children, uh, the, the older children are in charge and look after, but you always leave one or two maddies just in case and they have uh, a bit off. But otherwise they're working all the time and it's a very demanding job for madrichim, for, for but very rewarding. You know, according to the difficulties, the reward. Sometimes the harder work that you do, the greater it pays. So it is a tough job.
0: Is it a problem when it comes to showering with hot water and enough showers?
1: So it depends on the year. Thank God we fixed up the, the bathrooms a lot. So you have to know when to shower. Friday afternoon before Shabbos, it always uh, a rush for everyone to shower. So you have to get in there quickly. Um, so sometimes it's a problem, but generally not. Generally not.
0: Do the campers have to keep Shabbos?
1: So good question. Nothing's forced upon But you know When you're in such an environment It is so easy You know Take the Shabbos project That we've just had When everyone's keeping it And everyone's trying to keep it I should say It's an amazing experience So on camp There's no TV anyway There's no devices anyway Everyone's going to You So you try Everyone tries to to keep camp The truth is My very first Shabbos That I ever kept You know where it was Camp Camp Keshe it was my very first Shabbos that I got to keep. And from there, it got me to, to, to keep Shabbos. It got me to keep kosher. It got me to go and learn yeshiva. And it got me to learn at uh, Rabbi Goldfine's yeshiva for many years. And then got me to do where, where I am today. So wow. it was the most amazing, amazing, as I say. It was an experience for me. I wasn't uh, religious when I was growing up. Uh, but my first Shabbos was actually Kem Keshe.
0: That's amazing. So Kem Keshe brings people to keep Shabbos.
1: Right. So Keshe means... Connection. So you're connecting oh. to Hashem, you're connecting to people, you're connecting to right. everyone.
0: Camp Kesha. Correct. So why you changed the name? Is so I changed
1: of? the name because it was always Bikholim and Bikochholim means visiting the sick. So it had a negative connotation to it for many years because you thought, Oh, it's for children that are sick. So we try to find a name that would be um, more about what it is. Yeah. Very hard to find a connecting. name, you know? So connecting. So that's how we got to Camp Kesher. But Bikukhulim is still the umbrella organisation that still um, has the hospital visiting as well.
0: How many muddies do you bring?
1: So, again, it depends on the children, but uh, generally about um, 12 to 14 muddies
0: is there um, like a day that you do like when the muddies become khanis and the khanis become muddies?
1: Great, yes one of the favourite days of camp probably and that's they used to call it topsy-turvy everything was topsy-turvy so the khanis the muddies became children the children became muddies, it was very hard the children got <laughs> chosen as the head of camp and the vast head of camp and the muddies became children and they gave it back to the children of how they behave right, so they behaved like children um, supper became breakfast, breakfast became lunch, everything was topsy turvy besides oh. the bathrooms. They tried to do that but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh it's very funny. And um, okay. How religious do you need to be if you want to be a Madi?
1: How religious? Mm-hmm. So Do you need
0: to be did you need to go to your Shiva or wear Yami?
1: No, oh. I think you just have to be the right role model for the camp. So we have a, 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 a quite a mix of of, of Madis. Some maddies aren't religious. Some maddies are religious. Um, it depends on the on on who the muddy is and what we're looking for. Yeah. So um, the camp doesn't. There's no affiliation. It's not. It's not a religious camp. It happens to be. There are a lot of religious people that are running the camp. Um, that will help to 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 get them, but it's not Zionistic, it's not this, it's not that. It's just a camp to re, to give children the opportunity to have a good time. Obviously, with learning and morals and all of that.
0: So, do you learn in the day or daven or something?
1: There is but. davening for those who want to to daven in the morning. There's um, at every single meal. There's a davar Torah. There's a moral lesson. Um, we encourage brochas. um There is. Um, D- Diving in sometimes Hamari if there is, if we can get a minion to do that then, then there would be.
0: Um wait, I just went blank. Hold on, it's no my problem. Oh no, wait. Yeah. Um oh, I can't believe I forgot this. But okay, let me just try to think of another like, question. Okay. Um how long have you been involved in the camp for? I've
1: been involved for about eighteen years. Ooh. Um I haven't, the last two years, just because of my job and what I've been doing, I've, uh, I haven't i have been that involved anymore. There's a person by the name of uh, Darren Hollander who's involved now, um, who's on the, uh, as a chairman, and they've got a committee, and they choose the, the, the new heads. But I've, I was involved for about 18 years.
0: Wow, that's still very long.
1: It's a long time, yeah. Thank God, I loved it.
0: Do you do behind-the-scene work? Who does that?
1: So the behind-the-scene yeah. work, there is an office, that we have, someone who, who runs the office. We had someone by the name of Joy Gaffin who, who did that for many years. She was absolutely superb and, and wonderful. And uh, I think she did that for about 18 years as well or 20 years. Right. And now there's a new person by the name of Mark. And Mark also runs the runs the office now and does all kinds of projects. Mm-hmm. So lots of different projects on the campsite, on the Pikkolim side, and all, all kinds of other things.
0: As you said before that, you own the campsite. Yes. So what do you do when you're not there? Throughout
1: the rest of the year well, you shop you're very good so what do we do so we have a there's a, we rent it out during oh, the year there's a little it nursery school that's used and spaces. that helps to bring in some money to be able to keep the camp going as well obviously not enough and still need support from the yeah, community
0: I'm sure um, how do you choose Roche or the head of the camp?
1: Generally, you'll have, you um, so have maddies that we've chosen. We'll interview. It's an interviewing process. We interview every, every single maddie to make sure that it's uh, the right person. And then from there, we would choose a rosh. And the maddies that are normally on the camp would normally be rosh material. And if not, then we, if not rosh material, they're not able to do it. We would have to find someone else to, to, to run the camp.
0: Okay, thank you so much for coming on High Kids and teaching us about Camp Kesher. Coming up, we have the High Kids riddle, so stay tuned.
1: Thank you very much.
0: You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That song was Here I Am from Spirit. This is Chakids, Kids, 4 Kids, 5 Kids. My name is Avadja Blumadon. I am 11 years old. Here on High Kids, we love learning about our world from top experts. But as a kid, I also want to interview other kids. Have you done something special? Have you achieved in the sports or the arts? Do you have an interesting hobby or talent? We would love to meet you. It's so easy. Just send an email to kids at Kids for Kids. Bar kids. Just a reminder that our riddle today was, what bank never has any money? If you know the answer, send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to our new number on 061-895-1019. We will be wrapping up soon. Um, can I ask you a quick question? Few questions
1: sure no problem
0: okay do the kids have to be jewish to come on camp kesher
1: yes they do have to be jewish um, at least their mother has to be jewish yes correct
0: and how come why do you encourage that
1: Come, okay, good, uh, good question. So it is a Jewish, uh, it is a Jewish camp, and because we encourage in so many other aspects of of being Jewish, of keeping kosher on the camp and learning about Shabbos, it's obviously it's not something that someone who's not Jewish would want to to start doing. Do
0: you make sure that the kids bring kosher food? Y-
1: yes, on the campsite, everything has to be kosher.
0: Okay, let's go our last question for okay, today. Okay, sure. Did you go on any other camps to experience?
1: So I was very lucky. The One year, the, the camps fitted in very well. It was very hard not to go to Camp Keshe, so I was lucky that I was able to go to Ben Keva as well as Camp Keshe. So um, what happened was, is that uh, B'nai Kiva, there was a week before that you go with all the muddies, and instead of staying for the full three weeks of B'nai, I stayed for two weeks. And I came late to uh, Camp Keshe, and I went for two weeks. I actually experienced five weeks on camp, and it turned out to be very good that I went to Benay because I was able to see the difference in camp Not that Bene was unbelievable and was amazing and absolutely loved it. But uh, I, I got to see how fortunate and how lucky we were to have a small camp where it, it's different and it has different needs and you could just see it highlighted. I also got to, I had to go on that camp because that's where I met my wife as well. So it was, it was funny, I got to meet them at Benay whereas normally a lot of the muddies that have come to Camp Keshe get to meet their wives at Camp Keshe but I got to meet my wife at another camp, interestingly enough. Oh
0: wow, that's, that's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's go on to our riddle. What bank never has any money? I'll be wrapping that up right after this.
1: Thank you, Avaria.
0: Thank you.